Hey, I'm Allison. And I'm Savannah. And welcome to Hot Pink Apples, the podcast in which two PR pros turn the mic on our media friends. Follow along as we enjoy a purely conversational, questionably edited series full of behind-the-scenes secrets, awkward anecdotes, and laughs with your favorite media personalities. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> Well, as you were saying, I think it might be our quietest podcast yeah. yet, so we'll see what kind of sound effects we can get today, yeah. but <laughs> welcome to Hot Pink Apples. I'm Allison. I'm Savannah. <laughs> we do have a good intro, it's so good. All right, today we have Trevor Peters from Channel 19. Yeah. Welcome aboard. You're, you know, I was super excited because you reached out to us. I think I was telling you this when we first sat down. Like, nobody reaches out to us. Now for this podcast, though, like, we're totally making you, we're like, oh, by the way, come sit down and have a conversation with us. But, you know, it's nice. Like, this has actually been really fun because we haven't, we don't get to sit down and just chat with our media friends at all. So it's really nice to, like, have the faces with the names. So next time we see you at an event, it won't be awkward, right? (laughs) Exactly. It's always good to know who you're, who you're, who who's going to be there before yeah. you show up. Yeah, so um, aside from coercing you into this uh, <laughs> this conversation, I guess I'll tell you what the podcast is about because you probably haven't listened to it yet. Um, it's just a casual conversation where we get to know our favorite media personalities in town. And then it's also for um, PR professionals so that they can learn to better work with you and send you more targeted pitches awesome. and learn how to get a hold of you and stuff like that. Cool. So that said, we won't pitch you anything intentionally. <laughs> that's not the part. That's not the point of this. Um, no heavy cursing because we're not so good at editing. And then you must nominate another friend to go on the podcast oh. to keep it going. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to say it right now. You right. can think about it. All right, I'll think about it. Awesome. So you're new to new in town. Yeah. Which is how we got connected. So tell us about your role at Fox 19. Tell us about what you cover. I mean, this week's a little bit different, right. but we, um, so I, I got the job here, uh, the start of end of April, start of May. So I moved like right <laughs> into the pandemic. Um, but I'm, uh, the, an alert desk anchor slash reporter. So what that means is, um, the alert desk kind of a new concept, uh, where news always is happening, obviously. And so, um, Every 30 minutes in our afternoon newscast from 4 to 7, I have a hit. Um, and it can be uh, whatever I want. I produce it myself. Oh, but, wow. but it's typically breaking hard news. Mm-hmm. So it could be local, national, international. So for the example I use is if Notre Dame Cathedral is on fire. Oh, like that was, it was. That was such right. sad news. That, but something, something was <laughs> happening. It was huge. Every, right. every 30 minutes, something new, there was something new. So that mm-hmm. that's something like I would cover. It's where mm-hmm. the producers kind of um, don't have to monitor the breaking news and they can focus on other things and I kind of take, take okay. a drive. So if so, if there is a, a press release comes into our newsroom in the middle of our newscast, instead of the producers typing something up real quick, I would take take that. Or um, if there is a, a crash or a mm-hmm. fire or something and we have live pictures, I would take, uh, take that and kind of produce it myself every 30 minutes. Uh, in the COVID era, I am also the kind of the um, governor's newscast, news, news oh, conference yeah. person. So I listen to all three governors and um, <laughs> give the highlights of whatever big comes out. So mm-hmm. the wine's every Tuesday, Thursday, Bashir's Monday through Thursday, and then Holcomb is every Wednesday. So I listen into those and see what the um, big stuff that comes out of those are as well. Um, so yeah, that's my role from about from four to seven in that news in the, uh, that part. But I tip, I come in at eleven o'clock. And I'll typically go out and get a story, something small that I can put together, and then be ready for um, my alert desk hits uh, when four o'clock rolls around. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And you're kind of like the one man band when you go out into your segments, yes. right? And, so and you set anyone, up the camera. That's you how have it goes. Anyone yeah. who works in media knows that's how it's all transitioning. MMJs, if you write, edit, shoot, uh, mm-hmm. all your own stuff. So. Um, and it's nice in a sense because I have total control over my story. If it, mm-hmm. if it succeeds, if it fails, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and especially in this alert desk hit, I'm more of a have a more of a producer mindset, um, and I get to throw in whatever I want to make my minute, fifteen second slot, uh, whatever it needs to be. So. That's exciting. Yeah. I That's mean, cool. it's different. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably taking a huge weight off the 
producer's shoulders by doing that. Yeah, it yeah. seems like it. And this is a newish concept for yeah. Fox 19, yeah. um, and it's it's pretty cool. And, and I've I'm the place I was at before this, I was a morning and noon anchor in a small market in Indiana uh, in Lafayette, and so. It was, oh, Lafayette. Wait, that's a college town, it right? It is, where Purdue is. That's where you and went, I went to right? So, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. okay. It was my college town. Big Ten. All right, big go ten. Big Ten. Yep, I'm a big... Uh, I'm a Buckeye, so... Uh, <laughs> we won't bring up October... What was it? October 20th, 2018. Big... The, yeah. That was rough. That was a, that was rough, a rough game. game. for you guys. Oh, man. <laughs> it was a... Yeah. You know what? You had a little extra mojo on your side. We did. You know, we but did. that's all right. Um, so, yeah, it was... Uh, it's a new concept, and I'm learning it. And I think they're learning with it as well. Yeah. We've had in the morning newscast for a while because morning is 4.30 to 11, whatever. That, so is, like, the, that is the longest the long, morning broadcast. It's, it's, it's like a unreal. marathon. Yeah. yeah. So they, um, they've done it for a while and now they're trying to try it out with me in the, in the afternoon. It's going well so far. So you're taking the afternoon marathon then? Yes, I am. Like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. We went a little bit into your pre-Cincinnati days. Yeah. What... Um, did you study broadcasting? Did you, like, what yeah. did your journey look like to get you here? Right. So I'm from the northeast side of Indianapolis. Um, <laughs> as the papers go flying. <laughs> um, she's still chasing him. Uh, <laughs> gust of wind. I told you this was a two-bit podcast. Yeah, you can't send anybody else to get uh, I grew up in the northeast side of Indianapolis um, and always knew, I was a news junkie, I always knew I wanted to uh, get into broadcast journalism. And yeah. So I, my, I'm a third generation Boilermaker, so I went to Purdue. Oh, um, I okay. always was going to Purdue. I didn't want to go anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, I applied to one school, got in, and that's where I went. So um, went to Purdue for four years, and um, while I was there, I, was, I did student broadcast journalism, um, and got a job right out of uh, college in the market where Purdue is uh, at WLFI in Lafayette and it was it was awesome I, I knew I had a, an offer in a couple other places but I knew I wanted to be in a place uh, where I was familiar with yeah especially first job mm-hmm. yeah and I, I I've lived there for four years and uh, I really really love the community so I it stayed there and I was the um, morning and noon anchor um, for three years there and then I knew uh, I'm, I'm a Hoosier at heart. Uh, I, I love Indiana. I've lived in Indiana my whole life, but I knew I needed to make the next step. Um, and I didn't want to leave the Midwest. Uh, I am, do not have the personality for East Coast, West Coast. Like, I am, I'm a Midwest guy. What is that personality? Wait. Uh, I am very much meat and potatoes. And, uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> all right, all right. Very Midwestern, I guess. Okay. Uh, so... When you think of your classic Midwest guy, it's me. Um, but I, so I knew I wanted to go to Indianapolis, Cincinnati, Louisville, yeah. uh, uh, Dayton. There are a lot of good markets there around are, here. There yeah. is a lot of good markets, yeah. and they're all they're all different, but they're all they all have a similar feel. So mm-hmm. um, this market really uh, it was really attracted to me because I've been a Reds fan my entire life, and so I've been coming to Cincinnati since I was a kid. Um, and Fox 19, I reached out to them. They had about this new posting they had, and as a lot of folks know, it's all about timing. It's yeah. you know my contract's up in my old place, and if they need somebody to fill their role within two three weeks, and when that happens, like it's it's a very quick process. Yeah. Um, so the only problem was the pandemic kind of threw threw a uh, yeah. curveball. I interviewed here. I think it was like March 13th. And then, like, that was the day that, like, I think while I was there, I remember uh, Major League Soccer canceled their season or canceled yeah. the remainder of their season mm-hmm. or postponed or whatever. And that was right in the heart of the Big Ten tournament. And, like, and then they canceled the NCAA tournament on my way home. So, like, oh, I, I, it was, like, right. Gosh. It was the day that everything was turning. The dominoes yeah. were falling. <laughs> and it's funny. When I, when I got to my first day at my job here, which was months later, um, my news director said, you know, I think – your hand was the last one I shook. <laughs> Isn't that weird? It, it, it's weird to think about. <laughs> yeah. It, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But anyway, it was, it was. Uh, I I had my interview and I waited for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, and uh, at my interview, he told me, we're going to need someone here real quick. And then the pandemic hit. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I didn't get the job. But then uh, about five, six weeks later, he called me back and um, said it's yours. So I, I moved here. Uh, my fiance and I moved here the last week of April. And then started uh, in May. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. So then, okay, I've got a question for you then. Completely unrelated to yeah. this journey where you are now. But 
I like asking this one because I think everybody's got a different answer. Right. What's the most interesting thing that you've had you've had to cover or covered so far? Uh, it was the protests. Yeah. Um, back the reason I say that is I was literally three weeks into the job, and they were throwing me up in the in like the wow. middle of, of all of all the stuff going on. Yeah. And I, and I nobody could have expected that. It was uh, my first couple of weeks here were very very. Uh, it, it was big news quick coronavirus, um, but also uh, the protests that were happening. And I got called in on a weekend, um, and we went wall-to-wall coverage mm-hmm. uh, as soon as the um, curfew went into effect. And I, it was the night that um, they arrested 150-some folks over on um, near on Liberty, and I, I remember seeing that, and I'm like, I've, I come from a very small market, and now I'm like shoved into it right now. <laughs> yeah, so right. that was the, the probably the biggest news and, and the most difficult news, I think, as well, because yeah. with those kind of topics, it's so emotionally charged, and I'm, I'm not there to put any spin or any right. uh, my own thoughts into it. I'm there mm-hmm. to report what's happening, and as things are happening, I'm, I'm having the exact same reaction that the folks at home are having, like, oh right. my gosh, they're loading 150 people into that bus. Like, and right. um, it, it, that story, I think, brought uh, the human element out of me as a reporter as well. Um, yeah. And th- to a point where I had never really, expe- I had never experienced tear gas before. I had never experienced oh, wow. uh, those kind of protests before. And so mm-hmm. um, that was probably the biggest thing so far that, that I've covered and really threw me into the fire is, okay, you're a journalist in a, in a big city now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I admire about journalists? in general is that like especially when you have to do these these live segments and especially you know in instances like the protests that are you know they're very heated and there there are lots of very strong opinions you know i would just be so afraid of saying something inadvertently right and and then catching the wrath of one side the thing is it happened it did and 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 at times you have to it's live tv and and people behind you are swearing there's there's people have swear words on signs and that's one of the big things is don't get your camera angle where you can see (laughs) you gotta be aware of so much you gotta be aware of so much and when it's craziness is happening the last Mm -hmm. thing you're thinking about is what's the guy behind me gonna say or what's that sign say and so you call from your news director saying move your shot or or, or whatever so (laughs) right but but it's really really nice because they especially during that situation they made us feel incredibly safe we had um, three th- crew of three out. Oh wow! Um, every Which is a night. lot for a it is, <laughs> nowadays. It is. It's a, we had we had a photographer, we had a producer, and we had a reporter. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. um, and we had four different teams of three, so we had twelve people out in the field every wow. night. Wow. Uh, and that's a lot, but it's mm-hmm. it, was, it was big news, and you got to cover it that way. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. I can imagine that would be like really like a formative yeah. experience especially right. coming from Lafayette where yes where that didn't, <laughs> I, mean, I don't I think that's ever happened yeah, yeah you had protests on campus about uh, you know, maybe 100 people show up <laughs> right <laughs> right the yeah. ice cream machine is yeah. broken yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what advice do you have for people who are for PR people who are trying to reach you yeah um, and, and this is I'm glad you asked this question because I was um, I took five or six PR classes at Purdue um, and because I I wanted to know um, what it was like on the other end. Mm-hmm. Um, on the dark side. As well, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, especially at a smaller market and a bigger market, I've seen it's it's the same. Folks are trying to reach out to the journalists and trying to figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. Personally, I like what we're doing here, and it's you make the initial connection. I've seen you face-to-face, mm-hmm. um, and I, I know what you want, and you know what I want, and what the stories that I like to cover, the stories that are going to better make air, better, um, we're going to have a more successful outcome. Um, meet the people, set up a, uh, like I know um, some things that cops do around here is they'll set up like a, a day where all the media comes and they mm-hmm. sit in a circle and they talk about, okay, this this went well, Do you remember, we can't have this, we can't have it, because news happens every single minute and it just, sometimes things yeah. get lost in the weeds and it can yep. fall through. Yeah, if I hear you, that a lot. Yeah, if you make a genuine connection, a genuine effort to reach out, meet the person um, in, in person and uh, pitch the stories that you know they like to cover, mm-hmm. you're going to have a much better success uh, on our end at least and for you. Yeah. Um, but and if everyone just says they don't like the pushy folks, and I've never experienced a, a pushy PR Pushy person. PR people, I, I, I haven't ever, ever experienced it, but <laughs> I know uh, others have. And yeah. um, 
the E and another thing, a suggestion um, is there's a general, typically each station has a general assignment email to go to, like the desk. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes to the desk email, which like five or six people control. And every email they want funneled there where it stacks on top of each other. Mm -hmm. And um, that's the email, like every 10 seconds there's a new one coming in. If you make the initial um, reach out to a, a reporter and you send that information to a reporter as well, who's the one that's actually looking for a story, it bypasses a step from going to the desk. Mm -hmm, Still send it to right. the desk, but also send it to the reporter who's going to see it. Mm -hmm. um, isn't getting so many emails like the desk is. Um, and that will typically go over better. Say, hey, Trevor, I know we met uh, a couple months ago at X unveiling or whatever. I think this also, uh, you'd have interest in this as well. Um, let us know your thoughts. As mm -hmm. opposed to just sending a generic press release to the desk that is likely going to get the fall through the cracks. Now, do yeah. you find that you advocate for, for stories more? I mean, because you still have, like, production meetings and stuff. I yeah. mean, you. I mean, your role is kind of different because you do have a little bit more free reign it over is. what you're doing. Exactly. It's a little bit different. Whereas, like, a, report, a reporter that it's their sole job to get a story every single day right. and work on it start to finish and have it ready for by 4 or 5 p.m., um, I'm a little bit different, but, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So what are so, some of your favorite topics to cover? So do you like the good stories, yeah, I, the crime? And, of course, everyone's going to say, well, I, I love right. the, the good stories. I know. The, the, <laughs> you the, can't the, say you like crime. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know, because Kelly Rippin said it last she, week. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I like crime. I, mean, yeah. I understand <laughs> the interest in it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's interesting. It's, yeah. um, and, and there's more to uncover, I guess. If you have the uh, investigative mindset, folks like right. Kevin Um especially on my schedule, I love to do the new, what's new in town, the new features, um, mm -hmm. the things along those lines, of course. But um, I like education stories. Mm -hmm. um, I love. I'm not a big politics guy, uh, but of course, everyone's kind of thrown into that right now. Right. Um, and right now, that's what I'm covering is the, the DNC and the RNC. <laughs> But uh, some people have, have a political mindset and some people have, like, like they love to know uh, what's going on. I'm not a big guy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't cover the courts, really. Um, yeah. I don't, I, I understand it somewhat, what I need to understand. But I, there's, there's, there's folks in this town that are, like, court reporters. And yeah. they can go find, go through online articles and online records and find whatever they want. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I really enjoy, because I'm new here, so I like to see, I'm trying to get to know the trying to get to know the area as well so um, when I pass something on the side of the road and I see a new restaurant going up or I see a new uh, whatever going up I'm having the same thoughts that the generic public is, is having as well right. so um, yeah that's probably what I like to cover the most I mean and I think that businesses need that now not to pull out one of those cliche terms that everybody's using but now more than ever yeah I feel like <laughs> that is really really important to the community it is yeah. yeah and people like to i mean they live work and play in this area so figure out uh the cool new places that are coming up and, right and feature it i guess that's yeah what have to do. so what is something that people might not know about you um so let's see i um this is kind of funny i was a I was a contestant on The Price is Right. What? Yeah. What? That's, uh, that's did my, you have a funny like my, shirt? I, I did. So, that, so that's like my that's like my go-to um, three truths and a lie. Like, yeah. what's your fun fact about you? I was on The Price is Right. Okay. So I, wow. I have so many questions. Yes. <laughs> I have. So I've been a fan of The Price is Right since I was a kid. Like Who is when it? I, Bob Barker? Bob Barker. I mean, and Oh, yeah. And with growing up, when I would, anytime I was sick from school or like uh, had an off day, I was always watching 11 o'clock. Yep. Right. I would watch Let's Make a Deal at 10, Price is Right at 11, <laughs> and then I watched the new news uh, yep. back home in Indianapolis. And that was that was like, that's what I do uh, when I even when I was a kid. And so um, I'd always watch it. And growing up, my my parents, you have to be 18 to be on the show. And so growing up, my parents said for my 18th birthday, they joked, they take me out there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool. Aww. And then I, I turned 18, and they it was like, okay, do you want to do it? I'm like, absolutely. We, wow. um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So when I was sophomore in college we went out there and how it works is you you get you have to claim tickets online and they're free um, to mm -hmm. any of the tapings so you could do um, Jeopardy let's make a deal um, wherever it's down in LA and so we requested prices right 
Um, but we also requested let's make a deal. So we went on let's we went to let's make a deal first and dressed up in a costume. And um, how it works is you go in front of a producer. So you line you go to the, the place and you get in a line and you have a 15 second interview with every with a producer, every person, and you have 15 seconds to wow them. And you have to uh, and that's how they choose who comes down. And wow. when what you're seeing on taped on let's make a deal on Price is Right is lot like it's they run it just like a typical uh, show where you didn't know right no it's totally no a surprise no so you're just so. in the audience and then they just yes. called you. okay so everyone's reaction they look, when they really call genuine. you down yeah. it's all genuine yeah so, that's um, interesting on let's make a deal uh so there's probably 300 people there and they chose i was um one of the people they wanted to come play for a game um so they chose me but it was like a they picked a person and they had four, it was like, they was make a date or something. And so they had four people to choose from and the person could pick one of those four. And I was one of the four. Um, so I was on TV and they had my face. The person ended up choosing somebody else, which is, I'm glad that happened because you can only be on, there's, you can only be on one game show every five years or something like that. So if I would have oh, been on, if I, yeah, I would have been on, let's make a deal, I would not have been able to go on Price is Right, which mm. is the one I went there for. Yeah. So, a couple days later, we went to Price Right, and uh, we were first in line. Got there very first. Um, said I was from Indiana. The reason we came out there was because I was a kid, or because I watched this. I was a kid. And I had a T-shirt on. It said Price is Right's biggest fan since 1995, and it was a picture of me as a baby Aww. watching Bob Barker. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, it, it was it was really cool. Um, and I did my inter did my interview with the producer for 15 seconds. They went to the next person, and I was like, okay, whatever. It was just cool to be there. Um, Got in the studio, they started the show, and I was the first person they called down. And it was crazy. I went nuts. Uh, I like to see that clip. It's, it's I know. on YouTube. It's oh on my YouTube. Gosh. Find I'm it. gonna find um, it. but so I got called down to the contestants row and I the first thing I overbid. The second thing, um, I bid on two bikes. Um, and I was close because they were seven hundred and fifty four dollar bikes or whatever. So I got called on stage, um, and they wheeled out a car and I played for the car. And I was way over, or I was way under. I went way under. Like, I didn't win the car. But then I went to spin the wheel, and I spun a nickel first, and I spun a dollar the second time. Oh, so, was over. so close. But, uh, <laughs> I, I won the bikes. I have the bikes. There you go. And I actually have them here in Cincinnati with me. Because I lived in a, in Lafayette. I couldn't take my bikes anywhere. But here, there's mm. so many places to oh, yeah. ride bikes. Yeah, and so, this is great. Um, my wife and I have them here, and we ride bikes up to OTR, and we'll ride them down here in the banks. And oh. it's pretty fun. They're, they're, yeah. the, they're the fanciest bikes I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> I don't deserve these bikes. They're very, very nice. But, uh, yeah. I always wonder about how they price some of this stuff because I'm like, the car, for example, could Is, vary so much. It could be base yeah, level. It could have much. all the bells and whistles. Like, yeah. You just don't Seriously. know. Mm -hmm. And the crazy thing people don't realize is that the contestants have to pay taxes on all of that right. stuff they win. So if right. you win $40,000 in taxes, you, so there's California state taxes and then there's also a game show tax on top of it. Yeah, so like wow. people are paying 10% on their winnings and people can't afford that. So a lot, you, you have the choice to surrender your prizes or Aww. you can pay the taxes. Um, but if it's under a thousand dollars, there was something where I didn't have to pay anything. So I didn't have to pay for uh, my $754 bikes. Right. Um, but if you're, if you're winning vacations and cars yeah. and boats and jet mm -hmm. skis, you're, you're paying a lot of money just to get your prizes because of taxes. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny. My husband works in finance and he, like, that's always the first thing he's, yeah. he's like, yeah. the taxes on yeah. that are going to be so Seriously. high. And I'm like, it is. What? And people don't think about that, that when they're like, so You're like, it's and then free. Slap with a bill. Like, oh, gosh. I know. <laughs> so, that's an amazing story. Yeah. I'm going to look up that YouTube clip. It's on there. Please. You'll find it. I think, it, I think it's like uh, my mom video, like videoing the TV right. as oh, it's God. happening. Even like better. it's very jank. Right. And you can hear her laughing in the background. <laughs> Sounds like my mom. Um, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Ooh. <laughs> we have somebody that just sat down with a boom box behind us too. Yeah. Like we knew that there was always we knew, yeah, you knew. sound effects. There's so many seats available. Yeah. Um, we have a track now. I would say, so for my field, it's never assume anything. Yeah. Um, and I catch myself. I catch myself doing this every single that's day. That's so hard. I do. This where time. where I'm like, oh, this is how you spell that. Like it's the smallest. Ad. That's how you spell that person's name. Right. And then it's, it's wrong. So you got yeah. like I'm like, oh, I probably should go back and check. It can be something as small as that compared to uh, issues that you see people getting fired for. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Never assume anything. Always double check. 
always triple check. Um, and, and it's hard in my job because I'm moving so fast and I have 30, I have 30 minutes to put a hit together. So I have a hit at four o'clock, I have one at 4.30, at five o'clock, 5.30, and I have to get all the information after I just did a hit, like real quick. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's probably in my field. And, that, and that's what I tell a lot of uh, younger journalists because I made that mistake a lot uh, right out of college. I would yeah. just, oh, I, I assume you already knew that, or I assume that that's what that person's name was or what they told me, um, so. Yeah, yeah. Right. take the time, the yep. extra time. For sure. Makes sense. And then what's your best piece of advice for someone looking to break into the media? So Yeah, um, do not get discouraged um, because I apply, when I got out of uh, college, um, and this can be for young folks out of college or even people in their 30s, 40s looking to get into the business, mm -hmm. um, do not be discouraged uh, when you do not hear back. Um, I applied for 71, I think, wow. jobs out of college and heard back from five. Yeah. Um, and they were not, like I graduated from college and did not have a job. Yeah. And a lot of people, that, that's what happens. In, mm -hmm. It's all about timing in media. Mm -hmm. And when someone's contract is up, they need someone there right away. And like your dream job, uh, it, you may try to get that job so hard and then you get another job and you're happy and then all of a sudden your dream job comes available three months later and it's yep. like oh if only I would have waited it's, <laughs> it's all about timing um, and if it's if you have this if you have a stomach for news and you, and you are invested in it and yeah. you're a news junkie um, pursue it it's not easy it is not easy and everyone says it's low pay and it's crazy hours and it's true um, but you will work your way into a spot where that stuff will come as long as you have a heart for uh, yeah. journalism you have a heart for telling stories and helping people um, it really is an incredibly rewarding career mm -hmm, um, yeah. just don't be discouraged when you do not hear back from your dream market or you don't hear back right. from uh, the crazy amounts of numbers of jobs you've applied to yeah. yeah oh gosh I can only imagine yeah. I mean and I think not this is speaking from like an outsider perspective but like I think I see the people that have the most success in journalism are the ones that truly like integrate into the community. And that's you know, 100%. Like, and you cannot, I've worked yeah. with so many different journalists and I almost want to, I, I almost want to differentiate between like a journalist and a reporter because I feel like there are people who are very transient. They're like, Oh, you know, this is another stop on the way. Sure. And you know, I'm like, you know, you really need to embrace Cincinnati. And you can and see like, that. And you can see that. Mm -hmm, yeah. Reporting. It's, mm -hmm. um, and that's what I'm trying to do. Right. I mean, trying to find a church I'm trying to find a community I can plug into yeah um, and because when you get involved and, and meet the people of Cincinnati hey your stories are gonna start pouring in but also you're just you're gonna have a bigger heart for the yeah. stories you're reporting on um, and you're familiar with the region I mean it's not like you've yes. been you know you're you haven't been here before right, right. don't use it don't use this as a stop on your career actually yeah. mm -hmm. find eat, eat at the restaurants and go and right. find the cool um, the cool groups, you can, the young professional groups you can get involved in. and Yeah. Like Don't just stay in your apartment and go to work and come back. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we all right. had to for for, sure. <laughs> for a month or so. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'm going to hand it over to Savannah. I'm going to move the microphone closer to Savannah because she always like, can hear me sitting at like the next table. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I didn't know I was soft-spoken until I started really. this Jesus. podcast. You have a better voice than I do. I have to think about it now when I talk, but it's fine. All right. So what podcast or show are you really into right now? Um, the only, yeah. So my, um, my wife is a big, uh, she loves true crime loves mm. to cry so uh, that's why I, on our trips back home our long trips that's what i'm listening to is true crime garage we love we like true crime garage oh, okay it's good it, i mean it's if you're into uh that kind of stuff it's it's, mm -hmm. it's a good podcast um, yeah so you're into the podcast or she's more into she's it. more into podcasts okay. uh i like to be honest i um uh, with the hours that i work i it's hard for me to like get home and watch tv like i used <laughs> i i've always been a fan of the bachelor this is Yes. Terrible, but uh, <laughs> like I, I watch it since I like season one when I was wow. I was five like five or six. Wait, wait, yeah. wait. One thing we haven't discussed here is that your best friend is 
Cameron Harden. Yes, yeah, from Channel, from 5. Channel 5. And mm-hmm. he's super into The Bachelor, he is, too. Yeah. So are you oh, guys is he? in this? He is. Like, all right, they have this, like, <laughs> pool. Are you in this? We, I'm not in his pool. He, he's, he started out with his fraternity brothers, and they have, like, a trophy and stuff. It's like a whole I, thing. It is. It's to, like, choose the, the winner, the person at the end? I don't yeah. know. Well, so well, it's, it's a bracket. A they, they do a bracket, and okay. you, you don't, you just see the girls and go through, and you just rank who he thinks they're going to end up with the man. Man, I want to be in on this. Yeah. And then they actually have a trophy, and they get their name He's crazy about it. I, right. I'm a fan of The Bachelor, but okay. I was um, when I was like five, my parents would only let me watch the rose ceremonies. So like season one. So I would always like. Wait, when did The Bachelor start? Yeah, what when, year? When like five? Or maybe maybe I was older. I, it was like two. It was it, it's other on season like 24, 25, I think. It's it was it's not crazy. around in the nineties. It was around in well, the early two thousands, I think, is when it started. Ooh, I don't know. I don't, when talking, I was a kid, when I was a kid, I watched the <laughs> first I, season. I, I remember that. They'd own, your age. I was born in '95. So <laughs> oh, you didn't you have to tell, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell. Yeah, I am pretty young. Uh, but yeah, that was that was a show that I always I always watched when I was growing up, just because I yeah. always had. Yeah. Um, but when I got to, what a, back to my point about all this, when I was <laughs> at uh, when I was at Purdue. Um, I watched it, and then when I got, I got a, my last job was a morning job, so I could mm-hmm. never watch it on Monday nights. I always oh. had to watch it, so I kind of fell out of it. Um, Can't be on it, social media that exactly, whole next day, exactly. you know? Exactly. It's yeah. all, it's all about my work schedule determines what shows or what things I watch. Um, and so I'm, we're finding into, we like uh, Shit's Creek. I don't know if you guys oh, have seen I've that. Really oh, I have not got into that. Very good. I haven't seen watch it that. yet. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're binging on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's. Uh, I come home now that the Reds are playing. I come home and typically watch the game and just have that on in the background. But yeah, yeah, that's what cool. I'm into right now. Yeah, I'll have to look up Shit's Creek. It's awesome. I've heard of it. Very, I've seen funny, funny like yeah. videos funny. about it's got it. It's a good cast. It does. Yeah, yeah, that's on my list. Cool. All right, this next question. So this is from Allie Martin. Do you she know Allie Martin first? from yes. Cincy Lifestyle? I don't know if you're familiar. Channel Nine. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh my well, gosh. she's you also might be the first person in. I, I, literally, I literally just got here. I need. To, I gotta oh, meet more people. Yeah, she knows everyone. She's she's great. She's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Super cool. Um. So she has a question that we've just passed down to pretty much Everybody. every person. <laughs> Preview of the question. Okay. What is your touch tune song? My touch tune song. Touch tune song. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> it's such a good reflection of. This is it why is. I like this question yeah. so much. Yeah. Um, probably Sweet Caroline or Solid. Wagon Wheel. Oh, uh, really good. Or it, it depends what, what I'm at. Because, like, yeah. th- those are probably my touch two songs. But if right. I'm at a wedding, like, what song am I requesting to the DJ Ooh. is, like, that's another one you can add. It also depends on your mood, I feel you like. Yeah. You songs at weddings? Well, yeah. <laughs> like, at the, at the very end. Yeah, of course. Because it's a, at is the end. Thing? Is that a thing? Yeah. Have you ever requested a song at a wedding? No. No? Oh, yeah. But I'm not afraid bad, to. I do it. I would do it if I like, really wanted Mr. it. Like, Mr. Brightside's always a good song at like, a wedding. I really like, like, like a funky cold Medina. And, yeah. like. Um, go request it. I'd be the only one out there to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, of course, and, because, like, the bride and groom will say, like, no X song. Like, I don't mm. want this song. I don't want this song. Right. Or no, like, choreographed dance songs. They put that on there for a reason so that people can go up and. What they want. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. you remember that next time. Oh, your wedding, wedding is coming up. My, oh, you can oh, definitely request at my wedding. Westing. You can. Yeah. Or, Nonsense. Yeah. Two we tall a, Pauls are DJ, so. Two tall Paul. Oh my God. He's my cousin. Yeah. We had a band that uh, <laughs> at ours, so nobody could request. It was like a oh. set list. But right, oh. right. They were awesome. Uh, cool. All right. <laughs> next question. What is the biggest misconception people have when it comes to what you do? Um. <laughs> Honestly, that like we're millionaires. <laughs> People think you're on TV and you're like, oh, they're so famous, they make so much money that. But um, uh, I would say, I just, it's, it's hard to read. The Facebook comments sometimes, I guess. Oh, um, yeah. Because you find out what, what people really think about you then. Oh, yeah. Um, Keyboard courage. Yeah. That's, oh, that's never probably. Heard that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. I coined that for my mom. Okay. That's <laughs> probably, yeah, that's probably the hardest part about our mm-hmm. uh, field is not 
getting too offended by what people say because people say they're you, gonna you judge will, you anyway you will so. only hear from 10 percent of the night of the 100 percent of people that watch you you'll hear from the five percent that hate you and the five percent that love you mm-hmm. um and everyone else in between is like yeah they're pretty good whatever but right, right. um those are the two sides you'll hear from um so i don't know it's it's probably that yeah uh we don't like we, we we read and we listen to every single comment that comes in, and it, it still affects you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone's oh, I hate your tie, or I hate how you do your hair, and and girls get it a lot worse than guys get it. Yeah, uh, which, it's awful, but yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah, I get sucked into the comment section so much. And, and if they're, that's actually pretty funny. If you want to go laugh, go read <laughs> any <laughs> anything political posted on social media by a news station. Go read the comments. And oh you, yeah, there's always a debate. It's a good. It's a it's a good way to waste an hour. Oh, I can't do it before bed anymore because it like keeps you get me all up. fired yeah. up. I get yeah. fired up, or I'm like, who are these people? I know. Like, how do you have this time? Yeah, how do you have this time? Yeah. And then they're like researching one another, and then they're like, yes, yes, on like their profiles. Uh, and I'm like, oh my okay, gosh. guys. Yeah, so I I've never had a tweet go viral, but this past week I had one that blew up about the um, Tom Brenneman thing. Oh yeah. And oh gosh. The messages and the and the just people from across all across the world. Like I had people commenting from like India and oh, wow. Mexico and, and oh, places wow. that were just they were fine. They were going back on people that had commented things they didn't like on my tweet, going back through their old tweets and finding old stuff and saying, "Well, you're a you're a bigot. You're a blah blah blah." Like, oh my god! Oh, so every like every ten seconds, I would have twenty new notifications. It was uh, not the kind okay. of viral that you wanted. Right? It was not the kind of viral. I wanted. <laughs> not at all. Oh my gosh! Not at all. I could not do that. Oh my yeah. gosh! I know. I would not be able to do that. Yeah, because you put yourself out there. Yeah. You do. I mean, that's part of the job. It is, and people will, and pe- I mean, literally, um, in, in, so I'll be up front. In the tweet, I said, it was before we knew exactly what was happening, and so I said, yeah. apparent homophobic slur. And so people were ripping me a new one for using that word, but in me- and that's what that's you have what to do. That's what you do. You don't, yeah. I, to be honest, it sounded like him, but you didn't know if it was doctored. You didn't know what it was like and so you have to be careful so you'll see the media use the word alleged a lot yeah, or so you'll or you'll you credit everything police say or mm-hmm. the eyewitness says right. um, and so that's why i put that in there but yeah. people were calling me I and mean, just wow. for the one word for the one word that i used in that tweet they were just going crazy about uh my, who i like yeah we you use that word because that's what's in your heart and blah 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 oh my god oh, oh gosh so it, it's you, you get that you get that a lot and so sometimes it's like ah come on people i'm just trying to rip. <laughs> i'm just trying to cover our oh, butts in case yeah in case something does come out but right yeah. well i mean you know it, it's like darned if you do darned if you don't because then you know say something was you know if not in this case but you know say if something did happen they would totally come back on you for misreporting exactly. and, mm-hmm. you know bad exactly. journalism or whatever you know like it's you can't win yeah Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. People are crazy. (laughs) Lots of opinions. Wait, are we coming up on 30 minutes? I feel like we're close. Yeah, but we uh, are in GarageBand. uh, Oh, sweet. Yeah. So just keep rolling. Nice. All right. Well, follow-up question. Um, What do you think is the biggest challenge facing your industry today? Um, It is absolutely trying to be down the middle. And that's what I would say 90% of people would say, where... you and, and we do we do a very very good job. I feel at Fox 19. Our our management is awesome about it. Um, good. Where if and they'll they'll call you out if if there's words in a script like we always get all our, all of our scripts approved. And if there's a word in a script that even suggests a little bit of or has a little bit of extra meaning behind it, so just take it out and change it. Um, yeah. That's probably the biggest difficulty in, in the political climate we live in mm-hmm. um, because. We are not there to display the news in a certain way. We are there to report it, and we are there to report the facts. And right. um, that's what—that's where our attribution becomes so important. The mm-hmm. president says, or lawmakers say, or police say, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's uh, we we do uh, that is something that we focus on all the time. And that's probably the biggest misconception: is the news just puts on whatever they want. Yeah, you know, we are actively trying every single day and every script is looked through to make sure that it is um, as down the middle as it can be. Mm-hmm. That's yep. got to be a huge challenge. It is. Yeah. It's yeah. a huge source of uh, feedback. A bit, oh, oh, and, and, and again, <laughs> and that's why it's so frustrating is no matter, no matter how many matter. times you've yeah. combed through that script and yeah. it's as good as you can make it, there's mm-hmm. still going to be people on 
both sides that yeah. are um, very upset. Everybody yeah. that we've talked to has said that that's yeah been that's a challenge. And, yeah. oh, and here's another thing: uh, a misconception, specifically for our affiliate, mm-hmm. we're Fox TV station. Yeah. Um, and people associate the name Fox. Uh, with local Fox, Fox is not National Fox. Yeah. So it's it's different. So people and the same with the local NBC is not the national MSNBC. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's. Your, your local affiliate, just because they have the Air Fox content, doesn't mean they're a Fox News. Uh, like, not owned by, we're not owned by Fox News. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that being a challenge. It is. And pe- yeah. people, you see Fox on somebody's polo, and people say, oh, you're Fox News, blah, blah, blah. Or, pe- or people will reach out to us because we're the Fox affiliate, and they want their story told in this way, and blah, blah. Like, not how it works. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice try. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. All right. Well, unrelated question. Um, what nonprofits are most important to you or local yeah, causes? For sure. Um, I am an Eagle Scout, so the Boy Scouts oh, of America. You made it all the way okay. through. I did. I made it all the way through. Nice. It, it, it was when I when I was in there it was like three percent. Now I think it's it's gone up a little bit. It's oh, like wow. four or five percent people of boys that join or people that join scouts, become Eagle Scouts. Um, okay. But I've been I've always loved uh, always loved scouts. Um, and I and I'm getting plugged in now with uh, troops here and stuff. So um, yeah, Boy Scouts. Uh, I love. Uh, I'm plugged into. I was plugged into my church back in my old market. Um, now I'm trying to. It's hard to go to church or try to see churches when they're all closed. So we've been yeah. watching online, which right. is what a lot of folks are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was a um, high school youth um, small group leader for at my old church, um, and I love any anything with kids my wife is a uh, she's getting her PhD to be a school psychologist so oh, cool. she loves I mean she she loves kids and so yeah. we have uh, a heart for for children and um, any the United Way and, and folks that support mm-hmm. uh, our kids um, so yeah probably well, there are plenty of opportunities for that yeah for sure, <laughs> for sure. I, think I, can. I yeah. know I'm like <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well that's awesome so this next section, it's going to be a little different. It's okay. called rapid fire, but um, it's not that rapid. Okay. <laughs> it's been very slow in the past, but they're short. <laughs> okay. All right. Favorite celebrity, dead or alive? Dead or, <laughs> dead or alive. Okay. Sorry. I'm off. I'm not even. I'm Sorry. Fire. Yeah. You have to. Uh, probably, uh, top of mind. John Stamos. I, grew, I, I love it. I grew up watching Full House when I was a kid. And oh, that's, he yeah. Was like, he was like the first guy that I was like, uh, first actor. I was like, oh, he's so cool. He's always been so cool. He's yeah, he's cool. He is so cool. <laughs> Bob Barker, though, when I was, oh, yeah, when I was sure. watching Price Okay. Warren. All right. Graders or Aglamesis Bros? Graders I had it last night, actually. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Last night. Uh, pop or soda? Soda. Oh, come on. I thought you were from Midwest. I am, I am, but I've always called it soda. I've always called it soda. <laughs> Um, okay, if you were a band, what kind of music would you play? Um, rock. rock. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say like I classic, classic rock. Classic. I would totally yeah. peg you for that. Right. Yep, that's it. That's good. All right. Sweet Caroline gave it away. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, all right. Best video game. I like Madden. I play. Madden. Uh, okay. I like sports games, or I loved uh, the old NCAA football games, but they stopped making those. But yeah. yeah. Okay. That's a good Sports. one. What's your favorite video game? Are you a gamer? Oh, I'm such a gamer. You are? I was really what? into the Nintendo 64. Yeah. And then oh, I was yeah. like like hard into GameCube. I, I never got into like, my parents never bought me a, like a cool game. Like when oh. the PS2 came out and all my friends had, I didn't have it. But yeah. uh, I would always play with my cousins and stuff. But yeah. it was always like Madden or uh, 2K baseball games. Or yeah, like the group, yeah. you know. Yeah, those are good. Okay, beach or mountains? Uh, Beach. Okay. Um, Cincinnati Zoo or Newport Aquarium? Cincinnati Zoo. That's a good one. What is your biggest motivator? Ooh. Oh. It's a little deeper. I know. You can't <laughs> do rapid fire with that one. Um, I'm like switching back and motivator. forth. Hold on. You got some weird Prob- Honestly, probably my wife. I Aww. We were newly married. Um, and I say that because, like, she is I, – I was never great at school, but she is, like, top of her – she's getting her PhD. She's yeah. incredibly smart. And, honestly, I want to – I try to be as smart as she is sometimes, and I, and I, she's, she's, um, she motivates me to, like, I have completely changed who I am because of her, and probably her motivation, 
And, and, for, and her approval, honestly, is like, yeah. all right, I'm good. Oh, I get that. Oh, that's sweet. That is so cute. <laughs> Great. Good answer. <laughs> I, I, make it, I make it sound like she's like some dictator now. She's... No, no, no. It's, that's, that's probably my motivation. Okay. All right. <laughs> just wait, and then it's just going to be like, after a few years of marriage, it'll be like, my motivation is just to stay yeah. out of trouble yeah. with my significant other. <laughs> <Yes>. No arguments. <laughs> the same, like, same phrasing, just different motivation. Yeah. There you go. I just don't want to hear about it. <laughs> All right. Comedy or horror? Comedy. Ooh. Mm, okay. Favorite craft beer? Oh. You're into beer, I'm, I'm right? I'm a big craft beer guy. Yes. Um, uh, Gumball Head by Three Floyds in <gasps> Indiana. Um, Is that a but, sour? No, it's a... No. Um, it's a it's more of a wheat ale, but I, I love IPAs. Um, mm-hmm. Here, I um, I love uh, Mad Tree Soul Drifter is probably the best that I've found here. It's, it's not it's not an IPA. It's a like a strawberry blonde, but it's very right. it's a very it's easy a hoppy? to drink. Oh, no, okay. it's not. Um, but we've gone. I, I love Sonder. We've been to Sonder and Mason. I do like um, Sonder. Their you betcha New England IPA is very very good. I love New England IPAs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they just came out with the Kings Island Lager. The Orion uh, oh. for the for the new roller coaster. No way! It is, it is hear about that. fantastic. Um, it's yeah. just it's an easy to drink everyday beer. Yeah. Uh, but Cincinnati beer is awesome. Like yeah. we have what, the best breweries, don't it's we? It's fantastic. <laughs> we've it's we've been, I mean yeah. we went to uh, Hop House, we went to Braxton, we've been to um, all I mean all the micro breweries. We're trying to we're big into craft beer, so we try to go to as yeah. many as we can. Yeah. So, I love sweet. it. It was so funny. I was in an Uber, and like the Uber driver was telling me how he's gonna open a brewery, and I'm like, "Do it, do, do it, wow. for sure, for sure." And that's <laughs> funny. Not? When I when I moved here, I knew uh, where Great American Ballpark was, and I knew where Ryan Geist was. And outside of that, oh, I didn't yeah. know anything. So so when I when I moved here, I'm like, "All right, we're that's living I close to one of those places." <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna live down at the ballpark." Now. But yeah. we love going to Christian Moorline um, yeah. to the uh, for dinner and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. You guys should check out Fretboard. It's in Blue Fretboard. Ash. Okay. Fretboard, have you heard of it? F R E T B O A R D. Fretboard. Yes. Okay. Ooh. Mm. Is it a Favorite. is it a brew pub? Um. Yeah, and they have live music like really? all the time. They bring bands in. See, that's my problem. I, I have my get, rehearsal dinner. I gotta there, get. So. Okay, I gotta get out love of downtown. Like I, yeah. I, I love downtown. I mean, yeah. I get out. There's of a lot I need down to go here, see but... more stuff because mm. there's so much outside of the metropolitan area. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot. I mean, the Sam Adams tap room is really nice too. Oh yeah, the tap room. Yeah. <laughs> yes, good stuff. Okay, this is the slowest rapid fire I've ever done. Okay. What is your biggest yeah, fear? Uh, dying, I guess. Is that, is that yeah. fair? That's a fear. That's a fear. <laughs> Morbid. Okay, we're going to end with the last question that, again, I've carried throughout all of these because okay. it's great. <laughs> if you were to create a slogan for your life, oh, like what would it be? I've always liked, uh, for, for me, faith, family, Boilermakers is what I always go through. My, those are the three most important things to me. Uh, my faith is number one. My family uh, comes right there, and then Purdue. Like I'm, I'm a, I wish you could see like my second bedroom, my second bedroom, my um, our apartment right now. I get, I have a Purdue room. And it's like all my, all my Purdue stuff. <laughs> it just, my time in college was uh, incredibly important to me, and I lived in the. My town forever too so that's where I met my wife like yeah. um, so those are the three most important things to me but I also um, don't take yourself too seriously I mean I uh, I love to have fun and I love to um, just enjoy life as much as I can and enjoy where I'm at too which is mm-hmm. what I've loved about being in Cincinnati there's so many cool places and cool people and uh, cultures and backgrounds and um, I, you can really say in parks oh my gosh there's so many awesome parks oh, and, yeah. and th- things to do that I've, I've never lived in a place where there's so many things to do and it's awesome and I love it oh so, great yeah. good slogan yeah. great slogan I know I feel like I feel like if we walked into your place you would have that in like cursive letters <laughs> like on a wood board that's funny right? so like I am one of my biggest pet peeves and this is awful and, maybe, and, I, and if, if you guys have us I'm so sorry the like live laugh love signs I know like, that's what I was uh, or like the generic I parents, or like uh, life at the or um, like life at the lake, or or you, you, or you <laughs> go just, in people's yeah. and like oh, it makes or it me says cringe. Eat in the kitchen. Yes, yes. <laughs> what else am I doing? Come on. I know. Oh, I it's such a trend now. Yeah, Not it about is. it. 
Oh, there was a whole aisle of it. I was actually in a home oh, yeah. store yesterday, yeah. and There's I was walking down. Do you have so many ladies, signs? Like, pondering all the signs, and I was like, "What affirmation do you need?" Uh huh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's too many signs. I shouldn't say that. You know, I'm sure there are some very tasteful ones. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> all right. So that was those were all of our heavy, 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 heavy lifting stuff. Yeah. Yes. So now we're just gonna wrap it up. Cool. Who do you nominate to do an interview with us? You need to get. Cameron hasn't done an interview yet. No, he hasn't. You gotta do Cameron. I figured you would. Yeah, yeah. And that's who I'm gonna. I've thrown it out to him already. Yeah. So. I, I originally thought it would be great to have the two of you together because I feel like you could really get going, but maybe we'll do that. We later. we're like, <laughs> it's we're like uh, we we text each we text each other like we're really hard on each other just for fun. Like we're we're, we're buddies. Like, dude, that was a stupid tweet or that was a dumb thing you just oh. said. Like, and, and and it or like he'll send me pictures of myself on the TV. He's like. It's just fun, fun stuff like that. Uh, we, we, so liter- we literally, yeah, we, we literally, we live together. We just have a, a really, it's a very fun relationship, and we, uh, we we're roommates. He, he's a big, he's big into um, saving money, like I said, so those free stuff. But like, I would burn up in our apartment because he didn't let me put turn the AC on. Like it, it would be in the middle of the summer, like or or I would I would have a light on in the living room, and I walk into my bedroom, and he yell at me to go turn the light off like he, oh he is gosh. very much a penny pincher and he, i am gonna we gotta like promise him something he, call, he, he calls himself he calls we'll himself something. coupon cam so oh there you go well, he, name, he owns it at least he does. some people are like he embarrassed does. to kind of be uh, like he's uh he I mean, he loves Apple, he loves applebee's uh he loves applebee's wings because, well, because you know why oh. he loves Apple because they're so not. cheap. <laughs> they are, I'm, are they I'm still serious. Have price? They still have price. I think so. He wow. he also did Cincinnati Burger Week because six dollar burgers. Oh yeah. And yeah. He, every single day he went someplace. But the thing you don't realize is half of those I think he got free because he had a coupon, like like or had a gift card. He had a gift card at the place. Like he went to Gold Star Chili because oh, he had he had a gift card there and he got and he's like, oh look at my six dollar burger that he should have paid for, but he had a gift card anyway. Is wow, he's getting called out. Yeah, I'll call him out. That's funny. We'll meet him at Applebee's. Yeah. I wonder yes. if they have like an atomic wing. We can do like an atomic wing. We should do the wing that. challenge. Yeah. Have you seen the YouTube? The, oh, yeah. What's it called? Hot ones. The beat ups like the. Um no, like hot ones. It's like a video oh, really? that it's like an interview with I don't know his name, but the interview celebrities and they do a wing challenge. Every wing has like a different sauce oh, that gets I hotter, that. and they he like asks like deeper questions, you know, as they, as go. they go, and they like are distraught like they can't even <laughs> think because i'm glad you didn't do that to me today <laughs> I feel oh we like not. eating wings on a podcast would be really disgusting like slurpy yeah yeah yucky. a lot There's of noises like a lot of noises okay so the final thing that we do is also um a pass along question so oh. the last person who we interview yeah. passes the question on for you and then you get to create a pass along question so oh. the pass along you can think on that for a second, but the question for you is from Kelly Rippon. Okay. Five. Yes. What is your favorite Cincinnati neighborhood? Okay, so I'm glad you asked this question because <laughs> I've been, uh, where I come from, like neighborhoods are not a thing. Here it's like there's so many neighborhoods and oh, you take yeah. four steps that way and you're in another neighborhood. And mm-hmm. I, like, so I'm having to learn, like, okay, the cities and the, the towns and things like that, but also the neighborhoods. There's a lot of pride. There are oh, flags. You know, I, a lot I'm of them sh- have different flags. I'm sure there are. What? It's, yeah, I've not seen that. It's a thing. It's. I guess we got to make my neighborhood flag now. It's 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 awesome. Like sure, people are so awesome. people love where they live. It it really is cool. Yeah. Um, I know. I felt bad with this question because I was like, he's kind of new in well, town. but, but I yeah. but I mean I know I know where things are. Um, I've enjoyed. I mean I've enjoyed OTR. Um, just because that's where it's easier to walk to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've visited uh, the Hyde Park area a lot. Uh, Oakley. Mm-hmm. We've been there. Yeah. Um, and of course, and we've been across the river to. I know it's not a neighborhood, but Newport into Florence. Yeah, I think I count those. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Coving- I mean, Covington's awesome. I love. Mm-hmm. If I if I said if I were to buy a house in um, this area. We're in an apartment now, but if I were to buy a house, I'd either go in Covington or Mason. I think we lo- we we enjoy like the Mason, Mason area. It's we've only been there three or four times, but yeah, um, it's big. The traffic is, is probably would probably be the hardest part. The hardest I would part say. There. Yeah. The commute. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, OTR Hyde Park. Yeah. Um, Oakley area. I'd say. Yeah. I, I, I've been to um, Northside as well. I did a story up there. It was pretty yeah. cool. There's a lot. There are a lot of hidden gems in yeah. Northside. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cl- Clifton, because I, I mean, I come from a college town, so it feels like a, it's a yeah. little small college town. Um, yeah. All right. So basically, 
practically all of them, but that's cool. <laughs> yeah, all of them, yeah. It's all great. I'm trying, I'm just, those are the ones that I remember. Those are the ones that I remember. Those are the ones that I remember. like, we'll just let you keep oh, going. Yeah. How many can you name? Uh, <laughs> no, that would be a terrible question. I don't think I can it do would. it. would. No, um, I can't. All right, so what is a question that you would like to ask, ask our next person? Yeah, it can be personal, it can be random. We've had some random questions. Yeah. They're not really professionally related in any yeah. way. Yeah, it can be anything. Uh, your, your most fun college memory. <laughs> or, oh, I mean, that could be, that's, that's appropriate. They could take that in any way they want. want. That's yeah. why I'm, I said it that way. There you go. <laughs> what is your most fun college memory? Yeah, now you have to answer. I... I, when I was in college, I was in uh, the Purdue Varsity Glee Club, so this, this male singing group from oh, Purdue. Oh, wow. So, so Look my, at that. Why didn't you even know? I know. I so, many so many facts. So many fun facts. And my wife was in the all girls. Is that where you guys met? That's how we met. Oh, my but, uh, we It's like on Glee. Yeah. It's watching like, Glee. It's perfect. We, uh, <laughs> and it's funny because you think, like, oh, Trevor must be a great singer. I, I'm, a, I'm an ensemble singer. Like, I can I can sing good in a you choir. Support. Do not. Like, I'm not a soloist. Um <laughs> And, and that's what it was. It was funny because Purdue is a big engineering school, so it was a bunch mm-hmm. of, like, STEM kids that like to sing in the background. And if you ever heard the Purdue Glee Club, we're very, very, very good. Um, <laughs> to oh, look them up. So yeah. um, we, went, when we went on a tour to um, uh, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, oh, cool. and stuff, yeah. Poland. That was really cool. Those are probably great memories. But also um, the Purdue Christmas show every year is probably my favorite college memories. And, mm-hmm. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. I know. I Take love this question. This one might have we might have to adapt this question. Because <laughs> because everyone has their own different college experience and it's yes. pretty fun to figure out. Right. To think back and what was it? Ooh. What was Aww. yours, Savannah? My favorite? Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I have to think about Where'd this. Where'd you go? I, I went to UC. UC? Okay. Yeah. And you went to Ohio State? Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I didn't live the college life, yeah. per se. Like, I did live on campus for, like, two years, but I was just, like, to myself. Like, yeah. didn't really go out, didn't really... I don't know. I loved working in college. Like, it was during college, so it wasn't... I mean, this is a college memory. But yeah. I just, like, worked every day. I worked at a daycare, yeah. and I, I loved those kids so much. Like, cool. I just grew so close to, like, all the families and all the children and I still like talking today and I just really I do I cherish that nice I thought that was that was great what about you you? I don't know I went well so Ohio State football of course so so many fond memories of the football yeah seasons and stuff I don't know I lived college so hard like (laughs) which one can you choose from as a comm major like come on I got you sorry guys I got you um there's (laughs) <laughs> I, we actually have one of the best comp programs in the, the country, I should say. Yeah. I did study abroad, though. I would say that's probably oh, cool. one of my more formative experiences. Um, so that was that was really fun. Yeah. Um, lived in Luxembourg for six months. So it was fun because it, nice. it's really centralized there's and you can no hop the train. Other, and, yeah, you there's know, no other time whatever. in your life you can just pick up and leave for six months and go live in another country and then come back. And everything's right. the same as it was when you left it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was great. Study abroad so if you can. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So I, I felt like I really took advantage of the college experience. But I joke that if I ever won the lottery, which obviously I can't do this because I have a family. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I said if I ever won the lottery and it, like all the stars were aligned, I would totally just buy a house on campus and relive freshman year, yeah. do it right, like pay for tuition <laughs> for all my friends, right? Like there we all go. live in this house for a year, <laughs> redo freshman year. But there you go. Um, there you go. I don't. <laughs> Nobody would be on board. Nobody even thinks that's funny. I'm surprised. I'd come with you. I, said, I told my husband, and he's like, this is dumb. If you like, don't share that with other people. You would pay tuition like, for all of you. <laughs> that's your lottery dream. If I live in a crappy house on Aww. campus, yeah. I'd redo it. Everybody would It'd have, be a fixer-upper. They'd have an on. en suite. It's okay. Yeah. Right. I've been watching HGTV. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's fine. All right, Trevor, one more thing. Yeah. How do people get a hold of you? How do you want them? Do you want them to slide into your DMs? For, you? uh, email, so email fox19now.com or um, I'll give you my cell phone number. Text me on my work all phone. All right. Well, this is for them. Yeah. For you all. That's fine. I mean, it's funny. I still have to look at my own phone number because I don't know yet. Just get a new phone. Uh, it, well, it's my work, work phone. phone. Oh, your work phone. Yeah. Duh. Uh, 513-478-9216. Shoot me a text. Honestly, text is the best thing. And... Um, 
Yeah, I'm fine. You're the first person cool. to give out your phone number. That's brave. There you go. It's, yeah. It's my mom's. Hey, that's welcoming. Email. That's welcoming. Yeah. It is. Shoot Actually, it's great. Yeah. A lot of people are like, my contact info. Ugh. I know. My contact. They're like, uh, DM me. I know. <laughs> yeah, and you can DM me on Which Twitter. Which is, at people Trevor are very Bruce responsive. Uh, actually, that. that's been an interesting I know. vehicle DM. for us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah DM would be fine on Twitter. I'm, I tweet more than I do anything else. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, now we know. There you go. <laughs> All right. Awesome. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Trevor. Very welcome. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> I've been. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Hot Pink Apples. If you'd like to catch up with Trevor Peters, you can find him on Instagram at Trevor Peters TV or on Twitter, also at Trevor Peters TV. Uh, thanks so much for tuning in. We look forward to talking to you again soon. And uh, be sure to follow Hot Pink Apples on Facebook or Instagram at Hot Pink Apples. Talk to you soon.